Hey guys, welcome to episode 46 of A Wrestling Gal Podcast, providing you with a female perspective on all things wrestling. Join me, your host and wrestling enthusiast, Ella J, as today I'm joined by the very glamorous Amorous Blair. Now let's chat. Hello, everybody. Today, I'm joined by the glamorous Amorous Blair. So how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Doing fairly well, all things considered. (laughs) (laughs) So firstly, what have you been doing to stay occupied during this quarantine? Um, I have been working basically every day. But besides that, I've honestly just been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. (laughs) Have you been playing like just Animal Crossing or like other games, too? Um, yeah, basically just Animal Crossing. Like, I find myself spending hours and hours on it. It's, it's a bit ridiculous at this point. <laughs> I mean, you got to keep yourself busy and sane somehow, you know? Of course. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So, you know, I normally try to stay away from some of the more basic interview questions, but I believe I am your first wrestling interview, so we got to provide a backstory for some of the listeners, if that's okay with you. Yeah, of course. So firstly, what exactly got you into wrestling? What got your interest? Um, so growing up, like my cousins were always super into wrestling and they would always be wearing like wrestling merch and stuff. And so I kind of got interested in it, um, by that. And so I found myself watching like wrestling promos and stuff on mm-hmm. YouTube. And then by the time I was like 11, I was watching it like every week on TV. What promos were your favorites growing up then? If you remember. Um, honestly, I was obsessed with CM Punk, okay. so okay. Just, I remember watching like CM Punk and Rey Mysterio's feud constantly. Yes, that's around the same time I started watching mine, because I started watching around um, like Punk and Jeff Hardy, but then Jeff left, but then Punk mm-hmm. started feuding with Rey Mysterio then, so yeah. about the same time, that's pretty cool. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> what does your family think about your passion for this sport, and you actually starting to train? Um, They've always been super supportive. I, like, quickly got them into wrestling um, whenever I started getting into it. And so they've always had, like, the same love for it. And, yeah, they have always been – because I've wanted to be a wrestler since I was super young. Mm -hmm. And so they've always been really supportive of it. Mm, Good. Now, you actually started training at Elevate Pro. So how long have you been training there? And how did you choose or kind of find this school? So basically, I used to go to these like local little wrestling events, and it was a company called Elite Championship Wrestling, mm-hmm. and I became really good friends with everyone there, and I initially started training there, and but it was just temporary, and then they suggested Elevate Pro, and so I kind of became friends with a few of the people at Elevate and switched over in June of last year. Mm. And the founder is, I think her name is Brittany, and she's was like the she's a very powerful female announcer and founder, correct? Yes. Yeah. How, how have you been interacting with her at all? How is she? She's amazing. She's honestly the best boss that I can ask mm-hmm. for. She has always been just really encouraging and has gotten me through a lot. So yeah, I definitely appreciate her a lot. Mm-hmm. Now, do you kind of remember your initial thoughts when you first walked into your first day of training? 
Yeah, so uh, for whenever I walked into my first day of training at Elevate, I was honestly terrified. Like, yeah. I procrastinated even going in for 20 minutes because I was so nervous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but whenever I walked in, because I knew a few of the people there, um, I was a little more comfortable. I think that if I wouldn't have known anyone there, I would have been a little more scared. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they all made me feel, like, really at home. Do you recall what drills or events actually took place on your first day of training? What was the first drill you learned? So um, basically because I already knew some of the basics from my previous training, Ah. I was able to do some like – of the crazier things. So that particular day, it wasn't like a typical training day. It was on like a Saturday instead. And so they kind of got to have fun with what they were doing. And so I actually got to learn a lot of Lucha stuff. So I was learning like hurricane ranas and head scissors and arm drags and stuff. Now, besides your prior training, do you actually have any other athletic backgrounds? Um, yes, actually I was a dancer for 12 years. Ah, Do you think that's helped you at all in terms of flexibility and agility in the ring? Absolutely, yeah. The flexibility definitely helps, but um, it also helps because, like, obviously dancing is a lot of memorizing and choreography and stuff, and so that helps me a lot in, in wrestling. Do you remember what was the most difficult wrestling move to learn? Like, what took you the, mo- the longest to grasp? Um, probably a top rope Hurricane Rana. That was just Mm -hmm. terrifying for me. I probably like just stayed up on the top rope for a solid five minutes, just freaking out because I didn't want to do it. And I still get super scared to do it. (laughs) Do you, a little insight into your character because you haven't professionally debuted yet, but do you kind of have any go-to or signature move in your repertoire yet? Yeah, we're actually going to make my uh, signature a lariat, and we're going to be calling it the Blariat. Ah, that is smart. I see you. I see you. (laughs) (laughs) Now, is there any specific wrestling stipulation that you want to tackle once you do go pro? Um, This is a little out there, but I would love to do a last man standing match. I've always just been super interested in them. Like, I love watching them, and so I think that would be an awesome match to have one day. Ah. Now, you call yourself the Glamorous Amorous, which is kind of brilliant because it rhymes, <laughs> but can you give us a little more insight into why you chose that persona and what your persona is kind of going to be about once you go debut? Yeah, so, um, like, growing up, I've always, you know, I've had a lot of insecurities, and, you know, being all glammed up and putting makeup on and getting in cute outfits always made me feel better, and I always had that opportunity because I was in beauty pageants and then in dancing, and so it's kind of always just been my thing, Mm -hmm. and so I knew that going into wrestling, that's what I wanted my character to be, and so knowing that, we kind of just worked with it, as well as me just wanting people to know how to pronounce my name, Yeah, and so (laughs) that's why we put glamorous in front of it so people know well to be honest i i figured in my mind like before we started this i asked you how to pronounce it i i was correct but i didn't realize that's kind of ingenious that it does rhyme together yeah (laughs) (laughs) now have you thought about like entrance music wise at all or like what is your music taste wise um honestly my music taste personally uh ranges from just about anything like i listen to a lot of pop punk and a lot of country but my theme song is called Sandstorm by a band called Apache. Um, It's completely different from, like, what I'm personally interested Mm -hmm. in, but it's just, like, super, like, it just gets me really hyped up, and so it's kind of perfect. Who are some of your dream opponents once you finally make your debut? Who do you want to face anywhere around the world? 
Um, personally, on the indies, I would love to face Ellie from the International Superstars. She okay. was actually at um, the show that I first started training at, and so she's always been super helpful. Um, Danny Jordan would be another yeah. uh you know, personal favorite of mine to face. And then also Ravenna Vane. She has been a friend of mine since before mm-hmm. either of us were even in the business. And so I think that would be amazing to face her one day. Ah, I think that's cool too. I have her on next week and I actually fo- I actually found you guys at around the same time, but that's really cool that you guys are friends like before training and now you're kind of taking yeah. this journey together. That's really yeah, it's, cool. it's been awesome. We've we've known each other for probably about like at least five years oh, now. Wow. And so we kind of like found each other again, you know, whenever we both uh, were in the business. And so it was kind of really cool to just meet up again and realize mm-hmm. how many mutual wrestling friends we have now. <laughs> now, do you have any ideas or hints of when you will actually make your pro debut? I know the pandemic's kind of delayed that, but do you have any idea of when you'll debut? Um, yeah, I'm hoping for it to be at uh, the next Elevate show. I mean, that's what I am aiming for. Mm-hmm. You know, I am currently in a bit of a feud with Dale Springs, and so mm-hmm. maybe I'll I'll pop in there and kick his butt. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of, like, Elevate Pro, you were talking about who you want to face on the indies, but is there any certain promotions i'm sure you've watched a lot of independent wrestling as like a wrestler you kind of have to to learn you know is there any like place in the world or promotion that you would love to work with sometime in the future um currently i'm in talks with a company called sweetwater pro which is in miami and i think they are they're decently well known and they have a lot of good people on their roster and so i'm looking forward to being able to work with them and um you know hope that all works out in the future Hmm. And in creating, like, in preparing for your debut, you obviously had to, you create the glamorous, amorous Blair. But do you recall the most challenging part about, like, creating this? Was it even difficult for you at all to kind of create, like, the gear, your look, and all that? Um, essentially, we didn't really know what we were going to go for because, um, like my debut was something I had to quickly prepare for because I was not expecting it. So Mm -hmm. I basically had two weeks. And so at first we didn't really put a character together. And then the more I thought about it, the more I leaned towards this just super glamorous, high maintenance character. And so, I mean, it really was pretty easy figuring it out once I knew what I wanted to do, just because I knew that I wanted like just super extra gear and just like to be just overall super glamorous now does the name amorous blair have anything to do with miss blair waldorf or what is the actual meaning behind your name it actually really doesn't have too much of a meaning like so we wanted my character to be just very strong and blair actually means battlefield and Ah. so we knew going in that was gonna you know Uh, portray my character really well and so that's why we went with it ah and you know another interesting fact about you is that you are actually a very talented might i add self-taught makeup artist so thank you so much yeah yeah i was scrolling through your instagram and i found it and you have amazing work thank you so much (laughs) so can you tell me more about when and how you discovered this talent and more insight into this talent of yours Yeah, so I, you know, like I was saying earlier, I've always just been super into makeup and, um, when trying to figure out like a backup, just in case wrestling, you know, doesn't work one day, um, I decided I would like to be a makeup artist. And so 
probably about two years ago, I started just getting into face paint and just went from there. I just loved practicing it. I feel like it's just very good therapy almost, and I do it as much as I can. What has been the most difficult look you created and the process behind it? Because I'm sure there's been at least one where it was like very frustrating or difficult to do. Yeah, so I have done this one uh, Mardi Gras mask look, and um, it's all, like, the little diamonds and stuff, and Mm -hmm. that was so stressful. It took me probably (laughs) about three hours, like, between, like, you know, painting all the diamonds on and then having to figure out the different colors and making sure they all line up. It was very stressful. (laughs) I bet. And now, since you're kind of an expert, what is your, like, go-to makeup look? I know probably haven't been wearing a lot as much glamour <laughs> but like yeah. what is your like go-to everyday makeup products um oh goodness I use a lot of lime crime that's my favorite brand Ooh. um I'm obsessed with their lipsticks and I have like probably about like 20 of their eyeshadow palettes <laughs> but I just like to add like um you know at least like a little bit of a pop of color mm-hmm. to all of my looks and I'm also obsessed with just putting too much blush on at this point <laughs> Now, switching gears here a little bit, it is still Mental Health Awareness Month, as I have seen you use the Calm app, which I've actually gotten a lot of ads for while I'm on like uh-huh. YouTube and stuff, and you yeah. meditate as well. So I'm curious to know your experiences with the Calm app and if it works and if meditating has helped you at all kind of calm the stress of the COVID situation, but your mental health as well. What are your experiences with it? Yeah, I've always just been like really into, you know, focusing on mental health. Um, It's been something I've struggled with nearly half my life. And so uh, over the past couple months, I have just been looking for ways to kind of help me. And I've had multiple friends suggest the Calm app to me. And so I downloaded it a couple weeks ago decided to you know start meditation and honestly it has helped me a ton like it's to the point where I can't even like get through a day without like wanting to go meditate because it helps that much now this is just me um thinking of something similar have you heard of what ASMR is oh my god yes absolutely (laughs) do you like follow that because I know I do and it helps me but do you listen to that a lot yeah, I used to like be obsessed with all of the Instagram ASMR pages, mm-hmm. like with the like the ones that they like cut soap and stuff yeah. like that. Like I can watch those for hours. Uh, uh, is it something you still actively do? Because I have there's a lot of YouTubers, and now actually on Spotify they have playlists for it. So it's kind of like the Calm app. But do you listen yeah. any on YouTube or Spotify? Or like, what is like your? They're called triggers, but like, what are some of your go to triggers for people who maybe aren't familiar with ASMR? Yeah, I think honestly, like I used to weirdly find myself watching all the eating ones. It's mm-hmm. not that it would like trigger me into a good place or anything, yeah. but like <laughs> I just found them to be so interesting. But I definitely think all of like the soap cutting ones happen to be my favorite. Mm-hmm. Like I just find them really relaxing. Ah. True. So that's a little insight into the real Amorous Blair. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> now speaking back to wrestling. The year is 2020 and wrestling has evolved so much. And as you were kind of on your brinks of your debut, what are some of your personal or professional goals in regards to wrestling that you hope to achieve within maybe the next five years? Um, Honestly, within the next few years, I would like to travel to at least like 10 to 15 states. That's just my ultimate goal. You know, I really want to be well known as, I mean, obviously I'm going to be able to take my time with it, but... Mm -hmm. Just, I'm going to put a lot of effort into making myself known. 
And do you know if you, cause we talked about some ind- independent wrestlers uh-huh. that you wanted to wrestle, but do you have any more, because I'm sure you've watched, like, the bigger companies, do you have any, like, dream opponents that, like, or you reach for the stars, it could happen, do you have any really big dream opponents in mind? Um, yeah, absolutely. Alexa Bliss and Candice LeRae. Those are some of my biggest inspirations in the business, and being able to face either of them would be a dream. Now, I love Alexa Bliss as well. What for her stands out to you most? What draws you to her? Um, she actually was one of my biggest inspirations whenever I got back into wanting to be a wrestler mm-hmm. like three years ago. And I just like was always fascinated by how well she plays heel. And so, yeah, I've always just been really drawn to her because of how well she plays her character. Absolutely. And she's such a sweetheart and has such a great story, too, outside of the room. So definitely. Well, I think that about wraps up our chat. But before I let you go, can you please tell the listeners where they can find you on social media? Yeah, um, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Amherst Blair. And she also has an amazing makeup page, guys. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for chatting with me, Amherst. It's been really, really fun. Yeah, definitely.